Okay. Um, good morning. Today is Sunday, September 17th. Um, we are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are starting on page um, 73, starting with the paragraph of psychologists are inclined to agree with us. And we're reading um, to page 75 through the first full paragraph, starting with when we decided who is to hear our story. Um, and I have asked, uh, do, 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 Lisa P, please to read that for us today. And then we'll be followed by a 20 minute share by our guest speaker, Lisa. There you go. Hi everyone, I'm Lisa and I'm a compulsive eater. Psychologists are inclined to agree with us. We have spent thousands of dollars for examinations. We know but few instances where we have given these doctors a fair break. We have seldom told them the whole truth, nor have we followed their advice. Unwilling to be honest with these sympathetic men, we were honest with no one else. Small wonder many in the medical profession have a low opinion of alcoholics and their chance for recovery. We must be entirely honest with somebody if we expect to live long or happily in this world. Rightly and naturally, we think well before we choose the person or persons with whom to take this intimate and confidential step. Those of us belonging to a religious denomination which requires confession must, and of course will want to go to the properly appointed authority whose duty it is to receive it. Though we have no religious connection, we may still do well to talk with someone ordained by an established religion. We often find such a person quick to see and understand our problem. Of course, we sometimes encounter people who do not understand alcoholics. If we cannot or would not rather do this, we search our acquaintance for a closed mouthed understanding friend. Perhaps our doctor or psychologist will be the person. It may be one of our own family, but we cannot disclose anything to our wives or our parents, which will hurt them and make them unhappy. We have no right to save our own skin at another person's expense. Such parts of our story we tell to someone who will understand yet be unaffected. The rule is we must be hard on ourselves, but always considerate of others. Notwithstanding the great necessity for discussing ourselves with someone, it may be one is so situated that there is no suitable person available. If that is so, this step may be postponed only. However, if we hold ourselves in complete readiness to go through with it at the first opportunity. We say this because we are very anxious that we talk to the right person. It is important that he be able to keep a confidence, that he fully understand and approve what we are driving at, that he will not try to change our plan, but we must not use this as a mere excuse to postpone. When we decide who is to hear our story, we waste no time. We have written and we have a written inventory and we are prepared for a long talk. We explain to our partner what we are about to do and why we have to do it. He should realize that we are engaged upon a life and death errand. Most people approached in this way will be glad to help. They will be honored by our confidence. Pass. Thank you, Lisa P. And now it's my pleasure to induce, introduce our speaker today, Donna M. Donna, you have the floor. Okay, hello and thank you. I'm Donna D. I'm a compulsive overeater. I live in Michigan. And thank you so much for being here because without you, 
I would not have learned about the 12 steps, this program, or be here myself. So thank you. Um, I'm 70 years old. I'm going to do a little bit of my story and then address the reading. Let's start my timer. Okay, so um, I, I'm 70 years old. I uh, started this program when I was 26. Currently, I have 10 and a half months of abstinence. So you see, I am not God's gift to um, OA recovery or recovery. Um, uh, the, my first sponsor, if only I'd listened to her, she asked me, what do I think most about? She was gearing me toward a higher power in a spiritual recovery. And I said, oh my gosh, this lady's crazy. I need to lose weight and stop overeating compulsively. And what that started was 43 years of using various 12-step programs as a diet, a diet program. Now, a lot of times we hear people talk about their history with Weight Watchers or diet pills or things like that. I have that, but my big history really is program hopping to find the perfect food plan. I really thought it was about a food plan. And um, it's not, it's a, a spiritual recovery. I need a spiritual program to treat this malady, this overeating. And I, I don't know why I was blessed to hear that message 10 months ago, maybe I hit a bottom, maybe I was desperate. I can't look at it too closely, but by the grace of God, I heard that. I need a spiritual power, a spiritual awakening, a moral recovery. Um, and as I went through the, the steps, my sponsor would say that um, I'm waking up. So I never had anything, you know, uh, overwhelming, no lights, nothing like that. But um, I would have little, little, little times where I was just ever so slightly different, a little less selfish, a little less self-centered, and that was my waking up. Um, the step one, I, I always read it as powerless over food and my life is unmanageable. And then I heard somebody say powerless over food and my thoughts are unmanageable. And that um, resonated with me. And um, I guess what happens is when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Um, step one, the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind. My thoughts are unmanageable. And it always was I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. I always thought that was my obsession of the mind. But then um, I learned and I heard. It's also after I've been abstinent a while, the abs the obsession of the mind, the crazy thoughts are, oh my gosh, I've got this. I can go back. I don't need this. And I always indulged in that. Um, a, a real crazy one I had was, I'm not really um, allergic to these foods. It's the it's the doing without that has caused me to want to crave them. Um, it, it's the program's fault. So um, uh, um, <clears throat> another thing that I heard about the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind is um, 
if I have a peanut allergy, am I going to say, wow, my peanut allergy is gone. I can eat peanuts now. I've been away from peanuts for so long. Even if they kill me because this is a life-threatening disease, I'm going to eat those peanuts. Also, poison ivy. Oh my gosh, that poison ivy is so beautiful. I'm going to go roll around in the poison ivy. I can only thank my sponsor for for those parallels. They they have helped me. So I entered the 12 steps via the big book. Again, I don't know why. It's a gift from God and an outcome of um, the 12 steps. Um, how do I keep it? I guess by living in steps 9 through 12, 10 through 12, which encompasses all the steps. So the the best step four I ever did, and I've done other step fours, was through the language in the big book, following that big book template. And um, it was just, it was just really blessed. Um, I, I was scared of um, step nine and my sponsor just said, don't think about that. We'll do it together. We'll figure it out. And then we're going to look at patterns. So getting into then the um the reading a bit let's see how am i doing on time i'm a fast speaker oh pretty good um getting into this um reading i went to a psychologist my psychologist told me i had a personality disorder and i thought well it can't be that bad you know she said basically you're either neurotic or you have a personality disorder and you got the personality disorder and um I think that's really true because um, that's why I needed the the awakening in the moral psychology, and I couldn't get that from the psychologist. I I I did get it through these uh, twelve steps, though. I am getting that. People would say, "Oh, it's your second thought. Wait for the second thought." And I used to say, "What second thought? I never get a second thought." But now I kind of do get a second thought. Like yesterday, I was with my sister. I don't want to go shopping with her. She's got a little dementia and she's really kind of hard to manage, but not that hard. And she wanted, I knew she'd like to go to the store. I didn't want to do that. But I said, you know what? The second thought was you cannot not do that. That would be so selfish and I got a second thought only by the grace of this program. Another one thing I want to make sure I get in is picking who to give this um, fifth step to. Uh, when I had to give the fifth step, I was going to give it to my sponsor. I mean, my sponsor gave me the gift of this program. Why wouldn't I give it to her? But there was a time where I thought, wow, I could go to confession and give this to a priest. Now, I'm sure this isn't what they had in mind. But for me, that would have been an easier, softer way. I'm anonymous. My amends are three Hail Marys, three Our Fathers, and I'm good to go. I'm clean. So I'm like, hmm, that sounds kind of good. Maybe I'll do that. But um, by the grace of God, I didn't. 
I um, shared it with her and we worked through those amends and really, man, that, that amend process was, I'm, I was terrified of it, just terrified, but um, it was life-giving. So hard on self, considerate of others. Um, I spent too much time making excuses for my selfishness and um, self-centeredness, uh, dishonesty, um, like, like there was a time where I thought recovery was uh, telling my mom what I thought of her. And <laughs> that is not recovery to me anymore. And she's no longer with me. So I don't get to, um, I don't, I don't get to be with her to practice it, practice my recovery. I kind of do do that with my sister, but, um, today through my, um, through my fourth and fifth steps, um, I had a blessing to um, realize that something my mom did that I held a, such a grudge against her for so long, I, I had the grace of God to see that maybe I was wrong. Maybe my attitude toward her um uh, that she, she might not have done the best thing, but she had very good motives and it might've had the better outcome than had I forged ahead with my plan. I'm, I'm trying not to be so specific because this goes on a, a tape, but it had to do with um, my husband asking to borrow money and her saying, yeah, you can borrow money if you marry my pregnant daughter. So um, I, when I learned that happened, I was resentful and rightly so. Didn't I have a right to be resentful about that? But I just think it's a miracle that all of a sudden I was able to see, yeah, that wasn't the best part of my life or whatever, but dang, Maybe that was better for my daughter. It isn't all about me. It isn't all about me. Um, so I put that out there anyways, because I don't think you would have quite understood what I was talking about had I not do it. And I'm trying to burn some minutes in all honesty. So let's see. What else did I write down? Um find a suitable person. It makes me think that, the, uh, again, everybody thinks that this book is um, divine inspired. And it is because they've covered so many um, possibilities, like to find uh, a suitable sponsor. Um, if you can't, you can postpone it. Um, don't waste time. Um, I'm just grateful that it was just kind of a given that I was going to give that fifth step to, to my sponsor. Um, I know this is not in this part, and I think it's in the next part because I accidentally read too far. But I just want to say this anyways about that part where it says to go home and take that hour to review what you've done. Um, any other time I did a, a fifth step, and this is me, I would say, I don't need to do that. 
that's okay for somebody else. And that's kind of how I work my whole program. Somebody else might need to do that. I don't need to do that. That's for them. But guess what? I did it this time. I followed the directions like they were given. That's a miracle. And um, I, 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 I beg of you, don't skip that step. It was very valuable. Um, I'm not above the 12 steps as written um, in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, although there were times when I thought I was. Um, I, I guess that's a bit, in all honesty, that's really all I have. I'm so sorry it's early. Is that a problem? No, it's not a problem at all. Thank you so much, Donna, for um, sharing your story and your comments on this portion of the big book. Oh, good. Thank you so much for being here.